Welcome to the first and only podcast dedicated to the Nigerian law school experience and life after the Fit and Proper podcast. And I'm your host, Jewel Owolano. We now got inside. Our DG was not saying that, oh, we've disgraced him, that the body of venture source running, we're late comers, we've embarrassed the campus, we're not worthy to be called to bar. I already knew there was a problem, but I was still laughing. Like, favorite, favorite memory I can remember was the first day I tasted Bolean fish. Like, you know, Bolean fish is big. Yeah, so everybody kept asking me that, ah, you know, have you taken Bolean fish? I was like, nah, I haven't, though. Hello everyone, and you're welcome to another episode of the Fit and Proper Podcast. I'm your admirable, adorable, extraordinary, and ever-awesome host, Jewel. I'm sure you're probably rolling your eyes now. (laughs) If I don't hype myself, who will? I have to do it. Anyway, over the next few episodes, we'll be hosting wonderful guests who will share their law school experiences from the perspectives of the campuses they schooled. I think every bar aspirant's cause of worry is the campus he or she will be posted to. My hope is that at the end of our mini-series, you would have most of your questions answered concerning schooling in any of the six campuses of the Nigerian Law School and what to expect if you end up in any of these campuses. So let's get right into it. Today, we have a very amazing guest with me. She's somebody I admire so much. And she'll be sharing her experiences at the Yenogwa campus of the Nigerian Law School. Of course, this is no other person than the ever-ravishing Tosin Abejide. Thank you so much, Draw. Hi, guys. I'm super honored to be here. Like, this podcast literally saved my life during law school, which was earlier this year, but feels like a lifetime ago now for some reason. <laughs> so I'm super honored to be here. Thank you for having me. Great, great, great. So, about Tosin. So, Abedjide Oluwa Tosin was recently called to the Nigerian bar. She's a digital marketing enthusiast, a film and bridal makeup artist, and a YouTuber. When she's not juggling all her passion, she's doing legal work at the local government in Victoria Island, Lagos, for NYC. And sleeping. <laughs> oh my God, I found that last one very funny. <laughs> so sleeping is your hobby. Honestly, these days I catch as much sleep as I can get. Like, it is, it is necessary. Oh my God, I can relate. Anyways, we'll get right into the show. It's great to have you here, Tosin. But before we dive in, let me ask you a quick icebreaker. So, are you ready? Yes, I am. Good. So, if we were to choose between being a superstar or an astronaut, which will you choose and why? Hey, God. <laughs> or more. <laughs> okay. Uh, recently, I don't. I think I'll choose being an astronaut. Like, um, I, I recently discovered that I don't really, I don't fancy the celebrity status. I don't want to be a celebrity. I don't want everybody in my business. <laughs> I don't want to be a superstar. Like, I, I would like to make a lot of money, live an impactful life, you know, and then, you know, contribute to humanity in the little way that I can, but not necessarily as a, a superstar, so to speak. So, yeah, mm-hmm. astronaut for me <laughs> yay so you get to go into space that's cool 
So what is one thing you wished that you knew before actually resuming law school at all? Okay, one thing I wish I knew before resuming law school was that, like, I don't know, it wasn't, the experience is different for everybody. That's like the first thing I can say. You know, first of all, my set was <laughs> very unique. Definitely. So all the plans we had as regard, um, as regarding posting for, um, um, what do you call it, extension or, okay, you start reading at this time, you start using your past question at this time, or when it's two months to exam, you do this, everything went to the bin. Like, so I think the first thing that I wish I had known was obviously nobody knew that the pandemic was going to happen. Yeah. I wish it was, I wish I had known that, okay, I should just go with the flow. Like the experience of everybody in Nigerian law school is different. Like it's a lot different, like mm. depending on so many variables, where you are, is there a pandemic in your set, <laughs> mm. amongst other things. So yeah, that's like the basic one thing. It's just different for everybody. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, experiences are different. However, we could learn one or two things. And that's why we're having this podcast to learn from people's experiences, even though it may not be exactly 100% the same. Can you describe the period leading up to your posting? What was it like? And how did you react? That's the part I'm actually looking out for. How did you react when you found out that you were posted to the Enogawa campus? Okay, so the period the period leading up to my posting, I was really worried about the posting. Like, I was super worried. I didn't want to go to the north. I, I wanted to be in Abuja, actually, not even Lagos, for my own personal reasons. Like, so I was worried. I was anxious. Oh, it was delaying with posting. It was just a lot of things, like a lot of worry. And, yeah, and then I didn't want to go to the north, like I said. So that was that was major on my mind. Then when I saw that I got posted to Bios, I remember that day I was just in the kitchen with my mom. We're gisting. She was cooking. I was sitting on the floor in one corner, just pressing my phone, you know. And then I just saw, like, I, I like missed a couple of calls. And, got, like, I had a thousand and one messages on WhatsApp. Wow. Like, okay, something is... Something is going on. Okay. Like, immediately I just opened my mouth. I just saw people say, I got Kano. I said, oh my God, what? posting is out. Posting is out. Shit. I went straight to my portal, logged in. And I saw Bielsa. And I just started laughing. Like, I was laughing so hard. Because of all, like, I never, you know, Bielsa campus is one of those campuses that people don't even know exists. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people don't even know about it. Yeah. Like, when, whenever I say I'm in Nigerian laws, people say, oh, are you in Lagos? Are you, are you in Abuja? Or are you in, like, Kano or something? They don't think about Yola, and Enugu. So when I saw Bayos, I was like, what? <laughs> then I was like, okay. Then I became really sad. Then I was I was still processing my emotions. I was talking to my mom. Tears were already at the corner of my eye. My mom started saying all this, you know, God has a reason, God has a plan. Don't Typical worry. Parents. <laughs> you understand now? And the next thing, a couple of my friends, they, they messaged me and they were like, oh, they were processed by us. And once I saw like two or three of such messages, I just felt better immediately. Mm-hmm. Like I just felt, okay, this person is here, this person is here, this person is here. Okay, then, I mean, we'll, we'll run it. Do you understand? Like mm-hmm. we, we go run now somehow. Yeah, that was it. Oh, well, it must have been a big shock. Definitely. Nobody wants to be posted to all those weird places, especially if you've never been there before. But like you've been exactly. to some certain places. I mean, you've lived in Kaduna, Ibado, Ife, and of course, Lagos. So what was the thing you noticed about the culture of the place that was a big shock to you? Like, oh my God, I've never seen this before. What was that for you in Bayosa? Okay, so first of all, it was the presence of policemen and checkpoints. Like, I traveled by road when I was going. It was a little bit dicey because I, I was scared of traveling by road, but then that was the most logical option. Okay. I was in Ibadan. 
and if I wanted to travel by air, I'd have had to first travel to Lagos, oh, wow. um, go by road to Lagos, then fly to Portacot, then from Portacot go by road to Bielsa. Do you understand? Oh, so it wow. was just going to be a lot of breaks, you know, mm-hmm. and I would have been limited in the extent of things I could carry. Like I wouldn't be able to carry all, all the things, you know, by air now, you have to like, yeah. you, you can't pass, carry past, is it 33 kg? exactly exactly so i just decided okay you know what i'll go by road and luckily for me i found a couple of people that were willing to go by road we traveled together and it was just the presence of police checkpoints like i realized that there's a reason why they say Orwe road is dangerous and potakot road is dangerous because apparently a lot of kidnappings and and stealing operations go around there so then there's just a lot of checkpoints which was scary like i was like oh my god why are they stopping us every hundred kilometers or something and I think the second thing when I entered Bielsa itself was the presence of Keke. You know, Keke and Pep now. <laughs> like, there was so much Keke and Pep everywhere. Like, there was More no than bikes. bike. Yeah, there was no bike inside, guy. Like, oh no God. single bike inside. It was not later someone was explaining to me that when militants used to operate, they used to use bikes a lot. And so then they banned mm. bikes. Do you understand? So it's just Keke, 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 Keke everywhere. And buses, then private vehicles here and there. Mm. I mean, those are the initial shocks that I, I was like, "What is going on?" Yeah, I can imagine. It must have been a shocker having to enter those slow things, you know, moving yes. around. Yes, <laughs> it was really weird. Anyway, you didn't spend long in Bielsa because you're set for some reason. Well, of course, because of the pandemic, you had to spend like how many months on campus? Uh, I think a total of three, maybe four months. I'm not even sure at this point. But yeah, we, didn't, we spent maybe a total of four months. Okay, so in those four months, can you remember any favorite memory of yours? Anything you'd want to share? And if anybody posted in Bios, I should look forward to. Maybe favorite spots, maybe food, fun things to do. Can you remember any? Okay, so, okay, when I first got to Bielsa, like, um, we had this, um, we had, there's something that they're going to do for you, like an introductory, I don't know the word, like, it's like a welcome service kind of thing, not welcome service, but like, the dean will come, lecturers will tell you that, oh, law school is not going to fail you, you know, they'll tell you things and stuff like that, and so one of the things that struck me was when the DDG, or the DG was like, or oh, that um, security that they used to have policemen outside the gate in Bielsa because outside the gate are people waiting to rob you. You know, wow. you're not from here, so we should be careful. That thing crippled me. Like, wow. I'm not someone that is very, I'm not an explorer. Like, by nature, I'm not one person that will go to one place and say, Oh, I want to see this, I want to see this. But then hearing that the security situation was so bad, it just scared me like a lot. So I didn't go out regrettably. Like I didn't go out as much as I would have liked to. So I was usually just on campus. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't go out that much, you know, especially before pre-COVID. I didn't go out at right. all. Let me not lie to you. I didn't jo- <laughs> I, I didn't go any I was like, nah, the ground carrying me a bit. So, but some people did, and then they were like, there are actually lots of fun places in Biosa. Like there's some bubbly hangouts. Favorite, favorite memory I can remember was the first day I tasted bolean fish. Like, you know, bolean fish is big. Yeah, so everybody kept asking me that, ah, you know, have you taken bolean fish? I was like, nah, I haven't. So eventually I got someone who was an indigenous to get it for me. And so it was like, it was really nice, you know. Yeah. And me and, me and my friends, we went out a couple of more times to get it, like street food, like bolean mm. fish. So it was nice. And then there was a time where 
we after church we used to take pictures like it was always nice like just taking pictures i don't know for some reason it just it was in my head it was I don't therapeutic know, for you actually. enjoyed yeah you know the pictures we we'll post people who think we're okay they're like oh you guys look so nice you guys look so <laughs> meanwhile we're <laughs> <Silence. really excited. laughs> yeah and oh like sonny's like, like one of the times you get to wear anything other than black and white because that must be depressing oh my god exactly every day so you see some people and you're like oh my god i i, I do I, I, i can barely recognize this girl because you're seeing her wearing like on makeup heels and uh, people who like actually dress up you mm. know and that was like one of the nice times just you feel normal you feel like we're not in no school for a second right and you know? so, more yeah, those are like prepare for monday okay so yeah favorite memories bowling fish eating church after church picture time then um there was this prayer walk that me and my friends organized before mm-hmm. exams where we walked around we prayed you know before exams and all. i think that that also stuck like in my head like it was such a profound Yeah. as in i don't know theme so it's in my head yeah so yeah I, i think the yeah. campus was bearable for you because you had friends because i can imagine if it was just you all alone how you'd have felt especially how bad it was initially but i think being around with your friends you know made it better a little yes draw they totally saved my life like that like they did like it was it was it's so important like i'm so grateful to god that th- this is one of those things i look back on and i'm like god was really mindful of me because mm-hmm. without those guys there i don't know how it would have been like i think about them like yo even reading down to even small things like oh getting food just mm-hmm. talking to someone you can trust seeing a familiar face you know amongst like 500 people knowing just knowing 10 people familiar such face, a nice yeah. feeling yeah it is definitely But that didn't stop you from making new friends. Oh yes, I did. I did make new friends. But like this is the thing though. I remember when we resumed late. We OAU always resumes late. And so we resumed late. And then you know my first one week in that place I was angry. Like I, you know I I'm 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 I don't know how to explain it, but I'm one of these people that is very passionate about leadership. Mm-hmm. I I'm passionate about government and policy, mm-hmm. you know. So when I joined, when I got to law school, the first thing I spotted was everything that was wrong. Mm. Like and it was a lot of things that were wrong. And I'm like, "Wait. Come on, guys. Why don't we have chairs? Like why What? do we have to wake up by this time to get cheers like cheers in class wow you get, there was this particular class that i sat down my chair was bad it had no backrest and i was in that class for six hours wow. and i remember just thinking like what the hell like i paid school fees how do i compensate school fees oh. how do how do how how is this possible do you understand especially because i was seeing pictures of my mates in other campuses sitting on cushion chairs do you understand mm. and i felt like okay we we can have cushion chairs we can have wooden chairs and we can't now have good plastic chairs like make it make sense to me so that period i think i was really upset and i just wasn't looking to make friends initially generous like i just wanted to just survive it like jiggets and maybe i was a little spoiled because i already knew a lot of people from oeu and also i wasn't trying to expand my circle but as time went on i actually did meet some very amazing people mm. you know in law school like really cool people to be honest like i'm very glad i met them and i as in 
I don't regret, you know, going there because meeting them was no coincidence, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I did make friends. Yeah, but not so much, to be honest. But like, yeah, I did make friends. I'm sure you're still in touch with some of them till now. Oh, yeah, very much, very much in touch with most of them, actually. How much were you spending daily on food and expenses generally? Uh, okay, so here's the thing. For expenses now, um, the major thing, I tried to find my jota where I wrote down because there was a time I was trying to budget some things, but I didn't find the jota. But I remember that I was paying for things like water to be fetched, mm-hmm. you know, because we didn't have water, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, it, I mean, I couldn't fetch water every time. I'm, sometimes I'm just in the morning, I want to read before class. We had to get a drum and then get someone to be filling the drum for us. Wait, so there was no so running water in Biosa? Guy, there was running water, but it was outside. Do you get? Like, it wasn't running in your bathroom. Oh. Do you get? So, and then sometimes the water that is running in your bathroom is very brown. Like, really, really, really brown. Like, mm. middle-like brown. Mm. So, if you sure. want to use clear water, yeah, you might have to get from the reservoir you get so that's you pay for someone to fetch water then laundry too was it that we're not allowed to have irons i can't even remember okay yeah we were we were actually allowed to have irons but we didn't have lights consistently oh, in Bielsa. so if you want to i know you're wearing corporates now so it has mm-hmm. to be like ironed so most times our, our generator is turned on when we are in class so the wise thing to do is just give your clothes to the potters. There are some people that do laundry. Okay. You pay them, I think like 150, 200 naira per clothes, they're about. And they help you wash and iron. Right. So while you're in class, they, they can do your laundry for you. And then they can help you iron and then return it to you when you come back. So then you have like neat um, clothes to wear to school. And then also we used to pay for our toilet to be clean. Because where I stayed, you know, I told you we resumed late. So we mm-hmm. stayed in like the like the boys quarters like a place that was meant for lecturers mm-hmm. but they had to convert it to, for, to a hotel for us yeah so we were like 13 people using one toilet <sighs> so wow. because of that we had to pay someone you know to help us wash the toilets every single day because it was always a mess like well, always a so mess. pathetic so yeah so apart from food those are the small small things that would come up that might come up in my other campus Another thing is um, materials. Like as you go on, you discover, oh, oh, let me go and buy this past question. Or let me go and buy these sample drafts. Let me go and do this, let me do this, let me do this. And so you spend money on those little, little, you know, materials here and there, print out. Yeah, Mm -hmm. your lecturers probably tell you to print out something or you should do an assignment and type it and submit. So that that money too has to be set aside. Also, feeding that you asked about is like yeah. 500 naira on an average for food like 500 naira will cover you per meal including water you get so okay. if you eat maybe twice a day that's 1000 naira per day at 30 days a month that's um that's like 30 kisha mm-hmm. for feeding for food you get so yeah it can be cheaper obviously like there are ways to cut this cost yeah know? but that's just like the average amount let's just say 500 naira per meal two times a day 30 days a month that's a 30k sure yeah as well as other expenses for materials for water yeah, yeah. and some little chills on friday if you have the time um, honestly some people <laughs> used to go out every friday and there was time or they, and they passed they used to go out every friday. life is not hard so, so much you know, so much tension <laughs> like they just going dance away their problems they resume right. again <laughs> Because you're only in law school once. Anyway, 
what was your worst experience like that one experience you can never ever 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 forget that oh was a deal breaker for you like this biosa campus i'd never again for anybody so what was that worst experience you had oh my god i'm so glad you asked about this you guys so there are three compulsory dinners that must be had and you must come on time there are so many rules for dinner so i'm not going to scare you when you get there you sit yourself and trust me you'll be okay because of covid and everything we were not able to like do it the way it was supposed to be done do you get so we had right. one dinner before covid struck when we came back they insisted that we do the two dinners within the space of like maybe a month and we were having classes you guys we were also mm-hmm. having we we're having classes we we're having revisions and we we're also like personal reading for exam like we had 40 days to exam and you guys are saying we should do dinner anyways that's that that just like this very inconsiderate so then that period like we had a class and i remember that i had to go back to the hostel i'd losing my hair today because you have to pack your natural hair but mm-hmm. i'd losing my hair and then we got back to the hostel there was no water i remember that day i was having a pounding headache and i just said let me lay down a bit to rest normally before the dinner i would have liked to like take a shower and then maybe do small makeup or something because we you know we take pictures a lot yeah. during that dinner period but that day i was feeling really sick like i was feeling so tired so i didn't i didn't even take a shower i just wore my clothes when it was time and then came out and behold you guys apparently let's say the dinner the, the, the dinner is supposed to start by four o'clock we were coming out of our hostel by like 3 55 mm-hmm. they were already shouting we now saw people on the road <laughs> you guys they're going to experience this thing on your own but this thing is like a cult movement where their body of ventures guys they are wearing these huge robes and moving in a slow procession mm-hmm. they, they have one person in front of them carrying a huge staff and everybody inside the hall must be the hall must be dead silent everybody's wearing the same you know garb packed hair neckerchief ties and the rest of it very weird very <laughs> weird ceremony so that period i was near my house guys apparently there was water scarcity also that day we went to class mm-hmm. so a lot of people were tired and they were coming late we were supposed to be seated i think 30 minutes or 20 minutes before dinner i can't remember but then it was five minutes to the dinner mm-hmm. and we were just coming and unfortunately for us the body of ventures were already on the road so we had to run mm-hmm. we ran and we're running with our shoes, our suits, everything, just mm-hmm. running, 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 running. By the time we got to the door, of course, there's an attendance that you must sign to show that you were present at the dinner. Mm-hmm. You must sign when you're coming in and when you're coming out, you get. Mm-hmm. So they are taking away the attendance, so we could mm-hmm. not sign in. That was the first problem. We now got inside. Our DG was not saying that, oh, we disgraced him, that the body of Venture saw us running, we're latecomers, we've embarrassed the campus, we're not worthy to be called to bar. I already knew there was a problem, but I was still laughing. Like, guy, this is not this is not an issue. Like, we had classes, do you understand? And we still got in before the time, not knowing that because we didn't write our names. They already had a list of people that ran. Like by default, they had a list of people that were not inside. Do you understand? Yeah. Um, Omar, the summary of this whole thing is we had to go to the admin block. We begged this man. It was so traumatizing because Uh. I just felt like, what is this? Like, what is this? My exam is in two weeks. Then the man said he has heard us and no problem. We should come back the next day and come and sign. We, we thank him. Thank you, daddy. Thank you, daddy. Guys, we went back the next day to get a query from law school. And uh, if we get one more query, we will not be called to bar. I'm not joking. So we can't, we had to, like, yeah, we had to face it. Like, we had to go and write the reason why we're not present. Do you understand that kind of thing? Like, they were not saying that if we, it was so, 
God. And then the, to make matters worse, that night, I was still trying to beg my, like a, a couple of my friends that were involved, they were very sad. I was trying to cheer them up that it's not that bad and everything. Mm-hmm. I got to the hostel. I was like, let me leave the hostel. Because the hostel was really gloomy. Like people were very unhappy about not signing mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. And, and I said, let me go to the library and go and read. I got to the library. A friend of mine called me to ask, oh, what time does the library close? As I was making to just pick her call and say, oh, 9 p.m., librarian came and seized my phone. What? I was like, I should come and collect it the next day. On Why? the same day. On the same day. Mm. Like, I was like, this is not, this That's is not, so I just sad. got, I just stood up. I didn't even beg her. Like, I was just so pissed. I just went. I just, and this librarian is someone that I greet on a regular. Like, she stays right, you know, I told you we were staying in the yeah, voice quarters. Yeah, so she stays next door to me. I see her every day. So if you wanted to, you could have just warned me that, oh, Tosin, don't pick your call. Why would you seize my phone? All my materials are on my phone. Mm-hmm. All of my materials, all of my learning materials are on my phone. You are taking away my chance to read again, like right now. I just walked away. Like, I just went to my room. I cried. <laughs> Jesus, I cried at the end. <laughs> my mom was so scared because I was heaving. Like, I was you know, <laughs> like, I was so mad. Oh, that was the worst day ever. Lost to Jesus. That was the worst experience, like, in law school for me. Oh, it was so terrible. Well, yeah. guys at home, not to scare you, because, I mean, everybody's experiences are definitely different. However, Tosin has some word of advice for everybody who's in law school. So, Tosin, what advice do you have for bar aspirants, irrespective of whatever campus they're posted to? Okay, so, guys, irrespective of wherever you're posted to, I just want you to know that although law school is stressful, it's exhausting, and all... It's actually fun. Like, let's not lie. You know, there's a way people talk about things and they make it seem as mm-hmm. like worse than it is. So there's some fun to it. So try and find the fun in it. Get good headphones. You will need music. Music will help you. It will help mm. you sleep. It will help you relax. It will help you zone out when you need to. Like, that's one thing. But when you're going, if you have a phone or something, just be ready, like, to get movies on your phone once in a while. It's not every second you need to read. Like, sometimes you need to chill and just, mm-hmm. like, very important just rest your brain. relax yes rest your brain protect your mental health because at the end of the day you you want to be a lawyer but you don't want to lose your mind in the process of it do you understand also make sure that you have like a good support system i think it's best for you to inform your friends and family that you might be calling them every once in a while to rant and you would need their support both mm-hmm. financially and emotionally you need them to send in you cash you will need especially if you're someone that maybe you didn't yeah you didn't used to ask maybe you got into that point where they just never used to bother about you because you used to sort yourself in law school you probably will not be able to do that Mm -hmm. like your business might suffer you might not hey hey your business will suffer it's not even (laughs) so you need money so like just inform them ahead of time that's like and advice that is very important then you need them to call and check up on you every once in a while and pray for you and encourage you because there'll be days where you feel like you don't know anything like you're a complete dollar like you'll be like how did i even pass my head but trust me those days will pass and then you you write the exam and you would actually do really really well that's the thing just keep your mind on a first class always like i don't want you to ever join those that would say things like oh i just want to pass and i just want to be here with the pass just always keep your mind on the first class always say oh i'm a first class I'm going to get my red school. It's very important. Like, say to yourself as many times as possible. Do you get even the days that you practice past question and you get 10 over 40? 
still tell yourself that mm-hmm. you will get a first class because you have enough time. Whenever it is that you think you're not doing well, just know that even if it's two hours the exam, you literally just have to answer a couple of questions correctly to get that first class. You don't need mm-hmm. to know everything, to be honest. So don't relegate yourself to oh let me just get a pass and, and go no yeah. no never totally yeah, yeah that's basically totally it agree. wow this was really insightful i really learned a lot having a support system is really key to anything basically because you need all the help you can get and then life is not hard try and be resting you people listening at home rest though is there every time you study and overwork yourself you need time to rest as much as you're working and then positive confessions to say thank you for that. To be honest, you have to keep confessing positively that, yeah, I'm a red school person. I'm a first class student. I'm going to win this. I'm not here in law school forever. I'm going to do well. So this was really interesting. You, you just killed it. Thank you so much for being here. And you're a really thank busy you so person. Much for having me. <laughs> it's thank good you to, so much. Good to have you here. So have an amazing one. I know you're going to be a very successful lawyer and businesswoman. Justin, just tell us your handle so listeners can follow you, maybe on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you know, Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so my personal, yeah, my personal handle across all social media is Derivo, like at Derivo on Twitter, at Derivo on Instagram, at Derivo on Snapchat. But then my business page is House of Derivo on Instagram. And yeah, I bet you they were toasting on Facebook. That's basically it. I'm okay. LinkedIn too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Bye. you so much for having me. Yeah, yeah. Fun. All right, Tosin. Anyway, that was right, an cool. amazing one, you guys. Please follow us on our social media platforms. If you have questions or suggestions or any questions that are really bothering you that you'd like to ask our guests concerning law school, it could be campus specific, it could be general, please send us a message on Twitter and Instagram. We're at DigiLawNG. Please show us support and solidarity. You can subscribe to our podcast on Google or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please give us a good rating on Apple Podcasts turn on the favorite button if you listen on anchor so you can get notified whenever we release a new episode and again if you have any questions do well to send us a message so to meet again stay fit and proper bye-bye thanks for listening to today's episode of the fit and proper podcast brought to you by digital productions You can find the Fit and Proper Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe and leave us a good rating. Also, favorite us on Anchor and subscribe on Google Podcasts or Spotify. Until we meet again, stay fit and proper.